Welcome to the Drunk Guys Book Club, where books aren't just for school, where book clubs aren't just for women, and this beer is the scourge of our livers. I'm Mike. I'm Nate. I'm Jimmy. And we're the Drunk Guys, and this week we are reading Red Wall by Brian Jakes, and I'm starting with a beer. So the beginning, I have actually have two bottle beers today. It's like 1997. Uh, mm. The book starts off... In Redwall Abbey, where uh, Matthias, Nate, you listen to it, is it Matthias, right? He, yes. He's not, he's not like a Polish mouse, like Matush. Uh, Mat- <laughs> <laughs> he is a, a you know, an apprentice monk. <laughs> he's, he's new. He's, he's pledging still. And he's he's a buffoon. Like It's one of the words they used to describe him. He's a big bumbling idiot, and he's constantly tripping. Do you remember what he was tripping over? His giant sandals. His giant sandals. You know what kept him from tri- tripping over them? If he also had a big foot. this beer is called bigfoot barley wine style ale by sierra nevada and it's a bottle from 2020 it was actually packaged in november of 2019 so this is like one genocide uh, not genocide one pandemic ago uh or genocide depending on who you look for to the news uh but it is (laughs) (laughs) depending on which news channel you watch so this is this is one wet market gone awry ago, uh, or one lab leak, and this one is a f- Bill Gates attack. Oh, that son of a bitch! Then he gets this again now. That's that's why it's like uh, like Windows. That's why I have to get the booster every six months. Those are the updates. <laughs> <laughs> System mate, it's like de- defragmenting. <laughs> you have to download Microsoft Edge or you die of COVID. <laughs> He's just injecting tiny, tiny little paperclip guys into us. <laughs> So this is a barley wine ale from Sierra Nevada, which has been around for a while. Um, I see that you're working on a pandemic. (laughs) (laughs) I don't want to fix the fucking margins, Clippy. (laughs) This is outside of the print, uh, print, the paper (laughs) settings. Okay, so this is 9.6% alcohol, barley wine. And I, you know, for a while I was going through a phase of saving beers to, because you're supposed to do that if you're a beer nerd, but it's really, it's never smart. Um, And this has been aging for... uh, Three plus years now in my quote unquote cellar, which is now basement it smells like closet. <laughs> it smells like Bigfoot's dick specifically. <laughs> it doesn't really. It just smells like it smells like somewhat like a cleaning product mm. and sugary. It's it's not bad. I mean, it's like when you have this really fresh, it's kind of got an edge to it. But now it's kind of mellowed out. But it also just kind of tastes like tea. Not really a huge fan. So I wasted it. It is three years old. (laughs) It wasn't, this investment didn't pay off. (laughs) So, uh, Redwall is, are we doing this because there's a Netflix thing coming out or something? Is that what we're doing? We're doing it because we, you know, everyone knows Redwall. But there is a Netflix, or at least um, Netflix has optioned it or something like that. So it might come out sometime in the next six years. There was a. a, People still watch Netflix by then. Like, I think a cartoon show in the 90s. There was a PBS cartoon show. Which I never saw. I think it was like either too young from I was either too young or too old to have watched it. Right in the taint. Right there, yeah. Anyway, so I think there is a, a version coming out, but it is it's one of those books that I I have always wanted to read actually. So I'm glad we finally got to. So this was a book that was read out loud to my fourth grade class. Not all at once, but it was one of those things where the you know elementary school teacher would take, you know, half an hour a day or Actually, I don't know how long at all. It was a long time ago. But would 
just read, well, just like, you know, read a chapter a day out loud. And so that's how I first like heard this book. And it was great. I loved it. And then some point, I think in summer, the, I, the, I think the next summer I like someone had or I borrowed or something like the, the second book and read about probably 10 pages and was like, meh, and then never went back. So <laughs> Nate started that habit young. <laughs> some yep. things haven't changed. Even after 100 years of reading, Nate still will bail on a book <laughs> almost instantly. <laughs> there are a million other books I want to read, so why would I continue reading a book and, that right? sucks? Especially when there are 10 million more books you want to put down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Gotta quit uh, them all. But actually, uh, I, I first saw this book when we had a book sale at my middle school. You know, those like fundraiser things schools have. And I was in eighth grade, so I was like kind of too... I was, I don't know if I, I was probably the right age, like reading skill wise, but it seemed like a little babyish. And I remember some other asshole kids stole a bunch of books from it. And one kid stole Redwall. And I was like, oh, that's, that looks cool. Like mice and shit. And like also, you know, that's like the idea of a whole series. So I was like, that's a million books in the series. How cool is that? And then I never read it. But then I saw this other kid reading it. And he kept, the, the dickhead who stole it started reading it. And then I'd see him like two weeks later with a different mouse book. Like he got really into it. But then it wasn't friends Crime with him anymore, so I was like, fuck that. It must suck. <laughs> I can't like it because he likes it because I was <laughs> stupid. So I never got around to reading it. And uh, I actually have a physical copy of it that I stole, but not from a school book sale. I stole from somebody else that I borrowed <laughs> it from and never gave it back to. Yeah. So uh, to be fair, from that book sale, I did not steal Redwall, but I did steal The Hobbit. <laughs> 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 Uh, all right, so it came out in 1986, which is why Nate read it when uh, I was at his uh, graduation party from <laughs> from <college>. grad school <laughs> for his second doctorate. It's just like uh, emeritus. Yeah, when he was retired, when the when they created a special chair for him at the university, <laughs> and. Uh, the series continued until the dude died in like 2009, and they put out one or a couple of maybe one or two more after he croaked. There's so many of them. Do you see or you see what the guy looks like? He, he looks like, like Heisenberg. <laughs> he does look like Heisenberg, right? <laughs> he looks like Jeff uh, Bridges in the first Iron Man. Oh man, I don't remember that movie. He looks like an egg with a goatee. That's fair. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> and this this old Brit knew how to tell a story. So it starts and off... And it's so very British. Oh, it's yes. so British. <laughs> Except for one part I wasn't sure about. We'll get to later. So it starts off with the Red Wall Abbey, and Matthias is a stupid, bumbling idiot. And okay, it's important to note that he is a mouse, and all the characters in this whole book, and I assume in the whole series, are animals that are animal-sized... Except one thing that I did question a lot of way was like the, size. the relative size of all these animals. Like, how can a badger live in the same thing as a mouse? Like, mice are tiny. Badgers are like thousands of times bigger than a mouse. And there's a horse carrying a carriage that all of the rats are in, but also they are somehow on the horse sometimes. And, and also, <laughs> yeah, and there's like there's like a cat that eats a mouse in one bite, but also. It, the size, the size discrepancies are, are confusing at times. I guess you just kind of, kind of got to roll with it. I think, yeah. I think, I think a badger is the size of like a large cat. Is it bigger no, than a bigger bread than box? That. 
I don't know, man. I'm they're Google. very wide and low to the ground, but they're quite size. a bit bigger. They're girthy than questers, oh, girthy big, creatures. Okay, so you would not get that from this book. They're two to three feet long. That's a big fucking thing. Cat. <laughs> I if I saw know. a three foot cat, I would lose my mind. Well, yeah, because all you'd want to do is snuggle him. Yeah. <laughs> oh my goodness. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so Matthias is a novice mouse at Redwall Abbey in Mossflower Wood. And this is like, you know, medieval Arthurian fantasy kind of thing. And he is a, he's an orphan, I guess. Uh, he, yeah, and he's he like a, he's like a teenager, but the equivalent of a mouse. So, which means he's, he's 12 seven days old. Seven days old. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He's like, he's like seven days old. Uh, and well, you're he's a just man kind now. of, he's just kind of silly. And there's a, uh, a girl mouse named Cornflower, who apparently is really hot, because she's, she's every she's other got a sentence, great set of teats. <laughs> <laughs> every Eight other sentence about her is how hot she is, at least in the beginning. Um, anyway, and he's just like this bumbling little, like you know, teenage gawky teenager, and just walking around the abbey and being like, and he sees the thing about Martin the Warrior, the founder of their. Order or whatever it is that founded the Abbey 12 days ago, no, uh, <laughs> 12 <laughs> years ago, which is generations, so long ago, generations that nobody has an idea. And they're just out at some point. And then, uh, so anyway, they like go out to the Abbey, out of the Abbey for something that I don't remember. But then a whole, a horse drawn cart full of rats. Like Literally, a, like a shows thousand up rats. It was four hundred rats <laughs> led by the, the biggest fucking, the biggest, meanest ship rat or whatever it was called. Uh, it's a Portuguese boat rat or something. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it was a something water rat. like that. Uh, and the rats are, of course, the villains, and they're just like they're just villainous. They're just pirates <laughs> because they're rats, and so ew, they must be gross. Which is where my beer comes in. This is this this has to this is applies to both villains in the book. This is called uh, "Venomous Villains" by KCBC West Coast IPA because Clooney the Scourge, the head giant rat, is he's venomous like figuratively. He puts, he puts like venom on his. He has like, a he has a little knife barb. attached to his tail. Yeah. There you go. And then the other vil- villain, the the snake, is venomous. Is it? Or to just bite. I don't remember. Anyway, close yes, enough. It this is, is he poisons people. Venomous Villains West Coast Style IPA by KCBC. Uh, Mosaic, Amarillo, Simcoe, Centennial, and Cascade. And I think it has a percent. 6.9%. Oh, nice. One-tenth of a nice. <laughs> <laughs> Nate, do you remember what a 68 is, though? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so we've been over this. Uh <laughs> Okay, but do you know what a 71 is? Real question. Do you know what a 71 is, Nate? <laughs> no. Jimmy, do you know what a 71 is? I can is? guess. You can probably guess. You probably, yeah. I, I, want, <laughs> I, I want Nate to guess a little bit because he's just so much nicer spirited than us. I don't think you'd think of it. But it's a 69, Nate. But when Why you put, would you do that? <laughs> <laughs> That's just not nice. Oh, when you, it's a 69, but you put two fingers in my ass. Uh, it's a 71. <laughs> Or your ass. I guess you could have a seventy-three. I mean, you don't want to get. One. You don't want to do a seventy-nine, though. Oh, that's <laughs> <laughs> that's what that's a German thing. 
You would think it's like a metric conversion issue, but it's it's not. It's that's it's both fists. <laughs> if you're Romanian, you can get a foot in there, and an eighty four is just confusing. It doesn't even sound like the original thing. <laughs> anyway, the beer is fine, though it is still kind of bitter. But it says it's going to be. That's West Coast. Still not as bitter as they used to be. And not as better as that horse was. <laughs> anyway, the rats. They are so Clooney the Scourge, the giant rat, and all the other asshole rats are just they're just there because they needed a place to attack. And it really isn't like well explained like why they're there. They're just or why a they're so they're mean. a band of marauders. It's, it's it's just what they are. It's just what they do. Marauders, more problems. You know, you it's know? a kid's book, so it's very black and white. Like they're just evil. They're the orcs in Math- yes, and Matthias and Cornflower and all the other animals. They're all good. And I nice. like to, I like to imagine his process of what animals are bad and what animals are good because otters are good, ferrets are bad. So I don't know. It's not a long creature thing. Also, this is the most time I've ever seen someone use the word stoat. Yeah, the only other time, honestly, I've ever seen the word stoat was when Brewdog put out that beer inside of a dead animal. Oh <laughs> and, yeah, you get a and stoat. They, and they put so some of them were a stoat, and I was like, "What the fuck is that?" That's the most British word for a no, dead mammal I've ever heard. The crazy is one of the craziest animals in the world because sometimes it's a stoat, but in the winter. It loses its fur, changes to white, and then they start calling it an ermine. It's the same animal; they just give oh, it different names depending okay. on the season. That's that's very that's peak British in my yeah. mind. Ermine, ermine, uh, ermine, her- Hermione, Hermione is her name. Hermione. That's where Hermione comes from because her hair changed in the winter. Maybe <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember that. Uh, it reminds me, Jimmy, of Ermina. We, we went to high school. With. <laughs> yeah, we did go to we went to high school with an ermine. Uh, <laughs> That's what they call him in Greece. Ermina. Ermina. She was Greek. So I, I think the animal thing, I, I, you can't put much thought, too much thought into it. He was no. like, those are nice animals. Those are not nice animals. He was strangely silent on gerbils. I don't know. Well, Probably gerbils, because they uh, can't talk when they're inside of you. No, it's because gerbils live in the Middle East, not in Europe. Is that right? Gerbils. I, well, Is that where Richard Gere learned I about I don't know them? Where the fuck gerbils come from? But I know <laughs> hamsters are Middle Eastern. I get maybe he tried to be at least regionally sensitive. You know, mm. like there's no there's no fucking dolphins. Also, like all these books, but there are animals, land otters, like fish, fi- fish. Well, it could be a river otter, but like fi- it's basically only mammals and birds can talk. But fish are still edible, and bugs are still stupid. You have to draw the line somewhere. Couldn't yeah. the snake talk? The snake, it's also a- the snake. Yeah, but he was he's also evil because he's a snake. He and also, the the birds seem to be uh, somewhat somewhat weird. They only had, it was like a Jamaican patois the whole time. I was trying, that's the thing I was trying to think, what accent are the birds? Because I was I think, reading it in every it was bad accent I could do in my head. And there were a lot, you know, so you could read it literally, I mean, I'll, I was in, gonna, in the audio book. Oh no, what when did they, they do? did the accent, oh, no. it sounded like a, uh, it sounded like a racist Asian accent actually is what Oh, I could like. see that. I could see that. So here, here's a line. We could try it a couple different ways. Nate, you pick your favorite. <laughs> let's let's not do that. <laughs> yeah, let's not. <laughs> but let's it does not, say, not I, even I, say we I, did. I did get Jamaican vibes because it's like me fly out onto roof, hold other end of rope plenty tight. And like that sounds <laughs> like fucking 
Jaman. Like that sounds. But then very, also like the Birkin. Me like, fly blah, 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 blah. to Rufia, gal. Like it sounds very <laughs> Jamaican, like bad Jamaican accent. But then other times they talk and it Wagwan sounded mouse. like... Wagwan mouse. Wagwan. But other times it sounded like almost, frankly, like Mexican bad accent when they're like, I kill you, Nang. <laughs> like they're just like saying shit like that. Like Speedy Gonzalez. Yeah, it was like, Joe Mang. <laughs> MS-13 Joe Holmes. It was, like, it was like, what the fuck are these birds talking about? And then other times they're like Italian Super Mario accents. <laughs> like they're really... <laughs> Maybe different birds have different accents. I think maybe because the birds don't have any land because they take to the skies. Oh, they have a sky that accent. Was the, that was the act. Yeah, ska. <laughs> They're back to Jamaican, actually. Oh, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So Clooney, uh, short for George Clooney, is coming through, and he's just like, "I want to fucking take all your shit because I'm a bad person, rat, son of a bitch." Because my parents like, didn't love me, and he's like, oh, "That's what he's gonna do." And he's coming through, and they have a horse, and they're just biting the horse to make it run, which is very <laughs> funny <laughs> to think about. Like, that fucking horse needs to turn left, throw some more rats on its right side, and bite. Yeah, I guess it's, it's puzzling in the hierarchy of creatures that the horse is still a dumb animal. Yeah, it's it's they are. I mean, they're well. I mean, they are in real life. Yes, to be stupid, but like. If rats and mice and a pigeon can talk, but like no a horse, still just a horse. <laughs> well, they they have unless many... it's Mister Ed. Maybe they just got a really they got like the uh, uh, a horse that needed some help. <laughs> He's already two thirds glue. <laughs> <laughs> so, so they have a they have a wipeout and they like crush half the rats. And Clooney's like ah yar because you can always get more rats. Yeah, and he does like, like the first thing is to go out recruiting for rats. I mean, I guess that's probably true. You can probably just find rats wherever. And it's kind of what they're known up. for. Rats will pledge to anything. <laughs> and then he's like, I want to take that fucking Abby. And we just left out, like, Matthias. This thing, this thing that in a book of talking animals, the thing that made the least sense to me is in the first scene, Matthias is a bumbling fucking idiot who can't even walk. And the Abbas, Abbot guy, what? Hey, Abbot. Abbasarian, what, uh, what is his name? Mortimer? Uh, Mortimer, yeah. Abbot, that's the word I was trying to think of. He's like, kid, just fucking, just like eat, Use the, the, force. eat the crust of bread, say some prayers, listen to the bell that we talk to like it has a name, um, and, and just relax. Like, you don't need to be a warrior. That's not our thing. Because you really suck at everything. Like, just chill. Right? And like, the he's, next at the scene, beginning, he's he's Bella from uh, fucking Twilight. Twilight. Yes, he has the he has the uh, like fall know, down the stairs, break your neck, bones disease. He has the coordination of a freshly born quadriplegic giraffe. Like he just can't <laughs> do anything. And then in the next scene, as soon as, soon as Clooney shows up, Matthias is a hero, and for the rest of the book, he like never looks back. <laughs> well, like, at that point, he he starts seeing he gets. Uh, prophetic dreams of the mouse uh, Hercules or Mouse oh. King Arthur. Yes. Mouse a lot. <laughs> Martin. Yeah. The, the ins- inspirationally named Martin. <laughs> yeah. The warrior. And who, you know, was a really fierce looking mouse, which is quite an image, right? Like everybody sees the tapestry and they're like, who is that bad motherfucker? It's Shaft. a mouse holding a knife that is. A sword that is small enough to be carried by a sparrow, it turns out, 
So he was probably holding like a like a cocktail toothpick, like one of the ones that's comically shaped like a sword. Yeah. And everyone's like, look at him. Holy shit. He's like Conan the Barbarian. But Barbara a mouse. mouse. <laughs> I think Mousebarian. Oh, I don't the know. Mouse-barian. There you go. Barmousian. That sounds very Armenian. <laughs> yeah. <just. laughs> there was the Gus Barmousian. <laughs> there was one time when they when he used mouse as a pun when like one of the when the poor mouse and his mouse wife needed to be fed. Oh God! And it was like I just oh, got and it. it was like I thought there was going to be more of that, but that was really it. I didn't even so realize this that. is Gary Gary Barmousian. <laughs> like that's that's the peak. Peek, uh, Bugmossian. That's definitely a Carmedian name. <laughs> so, uh, anyway, Clooney and the horde of rats, because it's definitely based on uh, Genghis Khan, uh, show up and say, surrender to us now. We want to negotiate. But then he says, surrender now. And it when, when you do, everything becomes mine. All the leaders here will be killed. And just, like, give up everything. All the leaders who resist will be killed. But it's like, that is sort of what Genghis Khan did, but also kind of not. I mean, Genghis Khan, if it would absolutely wipe out whole cities that did try and resist. But if they didn't resist, he'd be like, okay, guys, as long as we pay us some taxes, you can keep doing your thing. Just give me some hotties for the night. Pretty much. Daddy got to get his dick wet. Yeah. Uh, As one horrendous, uh, and you'll know, I think you'll know this one, Nate, History Channel show refers to... Genghis Khan, and it's like women would leap to their death before going to his sex yurt, <laughs> whatever the fuck it was. I'm and pretty sure I introduced you. You to did. That, that you video. did show me that ancients behaving badly, and then they like oh God. thousands of women perished instead of being you know raped by this guy, and then they take half a pause and the guy goes the ultimate bad date. <laughs> it's like the fucking <laughs> worst <laughs> crap ever. Like, Oh my God, History Channel, you suck so much. Uh, <laughs> Though I will never forget the phrase "sex yurt." Now, oh yeah, it sounds like something like a Balky from fucking. Perfect She's Street. hurting for a yurtin. Would you like to come to my sex yurt? <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> um, so, <laughs> I think that should be that if we make a funk band, it should be called Sex Yurt, or at least it's, it's a, the name of our first it's a Mongolian album. traditional instrument cover band of. Parliament Funkadelic. Uh, well, I think if it's sexier, we do deep throat singing. <laughs> uh, all right, so there's, so anyway. a, there's a deep, stupid reference. Uh, <laughs> so Clooney and the Scourge, no, Clooney the Scourge and, Clooney and the, the Scourge Horde. Is his cover band. That's that's a that's an 80s <laughs> pop band. Uh, and the Horde of Rats are then uh, besieged the Abbey which is actually a castle, and the, all the animals have to. Luckily, they have a lot of food stored up, so they're not going to run out of food. But they have mouse metabolism, so they have to <laughs> yeah. eat relentlessly. They're hard to eat at 300 beats per minute. <laughs> Did uh, you say they have food stored up? <laughs> they do. They do, they yes. They do. And they don't really say, but I was getting Lord of the Rings vibes throughout the whole thing. Oh, yeah. Um, so they probably have some breakfast. Maybe even some French toast. <laughs> this is from Southern Tier, and it is called French Toast. In, I'm not showing you. French Toast Imperial Ale. And in case you don't know, there's a cartoon picture of French toast. Like, oh, that. <laughs> the bread of the Franks. 
Uh, this is an 8.6% alcohol imperial ale made with milk sugar in na- natural flavor. Oh, oh, my God. I almost spilled it everywhere. Get it together, Mike. It's early. It's the first time. Oh, my God. I think this is just syrup. I'm smelling <laughs> it. I think it's they just poured maple stick. Like shitty, you know, what are they called? Not Aunt Jemima anymore. The Pearl Milling Company. Log Syrup. Cabin. Oh, sweet Lord. Oh, that's... I, oh, yep. Get me the scissors. I got to lose at least one toe. That is... <laughs> oh, God. I won't know till I drink all of the bottle, but I'm, I'm pretty sure that is, uh, that is too much. <laughs> <laughs> How strong is it? It's only eight and a half, 8.6, but it is so syrupy. Mm. And it tastes like log cabin syrup, like not real maple syrup, just like... The good stuff. Log cabin's like artificial garbage, isn't it? Mm, so good, though. Is that what I'm thinking? That's a shitty yeah, no, one, it's right? actually, it's just, it's, it's just corn, but it's so good. The co- corn is, is the, the, real, the real syrup of the woods. <laughs> <laughs> good Lord. Okay. Go on, Nate. Sorry. I, I, need, to, I need to go walk, run a marathon to not die. <laughs> <laughs> So, okay, so the rats, it's like, so then for like the rest of the book, the rats are, there's like a siege uh, around the abbey, and there are several battles. Um, One rat named Shadow tries to like sneak in. He's not even clearly a rat. (laughs) No, No, I thought they they say no one knows what he is. He might be a rat. Maybe he's a ferret or something. He's just. Or a mix. Yeah, some sort of Ooh. weird hybrid <laughs> creature, rodent chimera. <laughs> that is also very. A for a he's like their stealth <laughs> warrior ninja, and he sneaks in to do to do psyops on the mice. He also yeah. he also <laughs> speaks in a bizarre you know, parcel tongue. I I got this is the character where I got like vague ninja vibes from because he speaks in like one word sentences, like the stereotype of the of the he talks like shinobi. Yeah, so he's, you know, Clooney, who in my head again is pure pyre, is like, there be a wall. Can you, can anything scale it? And he goes, nothing can scale it. And then he goes, nothing but you, Shadow. And he goes, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> this is the first of many moments in the book where I thought, yeah, this is a product of 1986. This feels like a buddy action movie. <laughs> this is like, <laughs> like, there's a lot of dialogue where like, this sounds like this could have been in an Arnold movie. Yeah, this is the cast of Predator if they were rodents. If they were my <laughs> rodents. <laughs> if they were things that could fit in just the body of Ventura's asshole. Everyone gets stabbed. He's like, I ain't got time to bleed. <laughs> Stick around. Uh, yeah, and uh, I'm trying to remember the other lines from Predator. Stick around was from Commando. That's when he like pins him. when he impales the, the dude with the pipe. The, what he should have said was pipe, pipe down. Like That would have been the joke. Pipe down, <laughs> or because uh, uh, this fucking headphones keep cutting. No, out. he says. Uh, did he say? He says. Oh no, he says. Um, let off some steam. Let off some steam. Yeah, yeah. Because it's a steam pipe. Yeah. So it's okay. Stick around is from Predator. It's when he throws. Yeah. When they're raiding is. the village of you know like Sandinistas or something, <laughs> it, like he throws th- a knife through somebody and pins into a tree because it's a knife the size of Excalibur. <laughs> <laughs> it's his sword from Conan the Barbarian. He just one hand wails it. It catches some you know you know poor uh, Honduran guy or whatever they wherever they were in the chest and pins just him some into local a villagers who were trying to do their thing and then they're like oh I'm glad freedom has arrived. <laughs> <laughs> 
Coca-Cola needs this village. <laughs> no, they were capturing uh, in the beginning of Predator. They were capturing those those uh, gorilla commie bastards had captured some Americans, and they yeah they, they were uh, they were trying to organize a strike at the Coca-Cola factory. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, we're gonna make a sweet. It's gonna be a bold move, but we're gonna show them. <laughs> So yeah, there's another part later when we meet the rabbit that the dialogue is exactly from an 80s oh, buddy the action rabbit? movie. Oh, is, do you have a beer for that? Uh, you know what? I do because I enjoyed the rabbit character. And also all the animals in this book are constantly getting drunk, especially the rabbit and the hedgehog, who's just an alcoholic. Yeah, he only <laughs> serves to get drunk. And they drink a lot of nut nut ale. <laughs> <laughs> like your mom does. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, this is uh, from Ross, and it's called Buns and Barley Stout. <laughs> what the records say those are your mom's two favorite things. Yes, buns. <laughs> uh, this is a cinnamon bun stout. <laughs> oh, it's no. 10.5%. <laughs> uh, it's, it's, I think they just melted down a cinnamon bun and put it in a beer. Let's see. It's just, the, it's just a 16 ounces of the jizz from Cinnabon. <laughs> Just that Ooh. pure cum that they pour on top of it. <laughs> it is not as sweet as I thought it would be. Is it salty? <laughs> Does it have like a little like bleach aroma to it? <laughs> I think I've had these before. Uh, <laughs> it's surprisingly bitter, really. I mean, it's got only 20 IBUs it says on it, which is not true. But I mean, like it's, it's got that malty aftertaste a lot. Uh, but the, it's, the roasted or burnt flavor of the barley could give a different type of bitterness that wouldn't be captured. Yeah, in a measurement yeah, yeah. It's, it's more like that. But it is, uh, it's good. But it, I expect this to be like once again, you know, diabetes in a cup. But it's not that, which is fine because you know it's it's really hard to drink an entire fucking tall boy of cinnamon bun beer. Or so I've heard. I mean, I'm going to do it, but. <laughs> He paid $11 for it. Okay. I think it was like 8 Speaking of paying for it. <laughs> oh, we're going to pay for it tomorrow. <laughs> oh, my God. I can't believe it's only Wednesday. Uh, our <laughs> these, these beers are brought to us by our supporters over at Patreon. If you want to support the podcast, you could head over to patreon.com and uh, help keep the, keep the juices flowing. Uh, and exchange, Literally. get all sorts of things like early access to episodes. Sometimes like a year early because Nate forgets when things come out. <laughs> Sometimes it's like a day early, but it's anywhere. It's, it's early nonetheless, but also exclusive content there. Usually a few weeks. Usually, yeah, it averages out. Uh, exclusive content there every month. There's stuff that is only available there, and that's where we, we tell. Um, I mean, it's where we don't filter. Nate's it's it's Nate's fault. Usually, we have to filter things. Uh, it's where we let him rain, run free. It's. I can't even talk about it. I can't even talk about it here. Uh, you can <laughs> check it out there, though. Uh, you get stuff mailed to you. Join us for our live episodes. Vote in our monthly book poll. Get shouted out. You know, make us say terrible names. If you don't want to support the podcast that way, that's okay, too. Uh, you could also help us out just by leaving us a positive review or telling somebody to let, check it out or, uh, you know, like uh, succumbing to the, the, the temptation on Twitter whenever a bot is like, hey, I just heard about podcasts. What should I listen to? And you could answer that. Uh, and you could, <laughs> you could scream our name into the void. <laughs> That's, that helps in some meaningful way, I'm sure. Uh, we'd appreciate any or all of those. But mostly we appreciate the beer. <laughs> <Money>. <laughs> Back to the rats. So, uh, 
while the while the abbey is under siege and they will be for like pretty much the rest of the book uh uh matthias and methuselah the really old mouse who is at least a year and a half yeah, old he's two. <laughs> <laughs> uh they go on this mission to find out like the where where did the sword of Martin the warrior go? Where? Well, they, well, they only find out because Shadow the ferret mouse f- sneaks in, and Clooney's like, "You need to go," because Clooney has the dream about the mouse. He's like, "I had a dream that there was a badass mouse, and it, it, made, it had made me had a little rat piss in my pants. I don't like it." So when he goes in for his parley with the abbot, he sees the big tapestry, and there's the fucking rat, the big mouse there. And he says, Shadow, cut, steal that piece of the tapestry for me. And of course, in the process, is you know, Shadow dies, and they keep, you know, uh, Clooney gets a thing. He falls a full foot from the top yeah, of the wall. Yeah, from the top. <laughs> this unscalable hill mountain thing. <laughs> and uh, it's a chain link fence, it's, it's four feet tall. And then they see where there's the, the big hole where the tapestry's been torn. There's shit written on the wall there, you know, carved into the stone, and that begins the great scavenger hunt of the middle of the book <laughs> to find out by answering really dumb riddles where Martin's shit ended up. And Methu- that's what Methuselah and Martin start doing. And now all of a sudden, Martin's now been promoted to dude who matters, and people defer to him for the rest of the book, and that's the part that didn't really make any sense to me because he was... a a total idiot the first few pages. I think he he proved himself in the first fight by being a decent warrior when they were just wholesale slaughtering the rats, even though none of them had ever fought before. Well, they had the high ground. They had the high ground, and some they had little bows and arrows, which are pretty cute, I guess. And they also had a fucking badger. Yeah, badger. really, which should have been li- just which the badger. Li- still, ten times bigger than a rat. It was like a fucking rancor, <laughs> just <laughs> demolish. It was basically rats. the Hulk. Yeah, it was. <laughs> and and they really should have just like slowly walked the perimeter with that badger and killed every rat. But <laughs> the abbot was like, "We are mice of peace. No, we will only defend." And the badger like, "Just let me fucking let me just kill them all, please." The badger really seemed to enjoy it. I mean, hell hath no fury. <laughs> there the was, a lady, a, woman. Woman. It Listen, was a lady yeah, badger. Yeah, I don't call your mom that to her face. But if you want to, <laughs> so then they start the quest. I think this chap book book the second is called the quest, right? The quest, yeah. To find Martin the Mouse's grave, which, if it's like most mice, it's on a glue trap in your garbage <laughs> pail. <laughs> Under your refrigerator. <laughs> it's on a it's on a, a ninety nine cent mouse trap smeared with peanut butter. <laughs> so, a, on a bed made of fiberglass insulation. So then what happens, Nate? So there are there are a bunch of like riddles and like anagrams, and one of them is like, oh, this is an anagram for Matthias. It's you. It's all, and this is where it's like Sword in the Stone, where it's like King Arthur, where it's like Matthias, there's, where Matthias is the the prophesized mouse who's, you know, do, uh, you know, uh, fated to wield the sword, whatever. 
And he has to go. He has to do a bunch of shit to actually find all the pieces. They first they find like one thing behind the stairs, but it's really only like the shield. And then, but it's always the next clue. It's very like Da Vinci yeah. Code ish. Must have been where he got it from. <laughs> <laughs> he was inspired by mice to write the Da Vinci Code. I believe it. <laughs> Uh, and then uh, he goes on another thing, and then he has to. He finds out that the the sparrows might have part of it, and so might might have the sword. And so they've got this one sparrow, and then they like take this. The, the sparrows attack them, and then they shoot one, That's, and then they yeah. keep him as a prisoner. And the sparrows and like, are nature's dickhead, apparently, because they live in the like the roof of the abbey. They live in like the trees like above the abbey. And on the they stole uh, spoiler they stole the uh, the weather vane which was the mouse's sword. Yeah, they're so, they're uh, they're mad king Shaba. What was his name? Shaba ranks Sparrow they ranks. Are Jamaican. It was Sparrow ranks. Yeah, <laughs> it was like King Bull Sparrow. <laughs> which I could I could I could easily see that being you know like a bippity boppity Italian accent too. A big a bull king of Sparrow. Like, it could have been that too. I don't know. <laughs> but like, I got the demand. And you could have talked like that. Yeah, it's very possible. You don't know. I feel like this is where Brian Jakes was like, let me get everyone I missed. Who the fuck knows how birds talk? We all know how mice sound. <laughs> we actually do know how birds talk because we have parrots. They speak in, speak in <laughs> lies. <laughs> What's in their heart? No one knows. Anyway, uh, but I really, I really struggled. What the fuck are these? What? Because it's because uh, the moles are clearly Irish. Yeah, they they're are. like, oh, hoity toity, oh, little potato, I'll dig a hole. <laughs> and it's and like, okay, like yeah, what right. are you saying, man? I, I, I didn't even bother reading what they said. I just, like, <laughs> after, I just read the responses. Like, oh yeah, he dug a hole. They sound like the gypsies in Snatch. They yeah, it was like it was that combined with nothing but U two lyrics. I know. <laughs> It's like, this fucking mouse, this mole keeps talking about Sunday, bloody Sunday. <laughs> it's the ledge. The le- <laughs> <laughs> Which one is the ledge? Uh, so then uh, we, we're already like into the big, big chunk into the book. We skipped over the way they meet the rabbit. Basil Rabbit Snatch. What the fuck is his, what was his name? Sir, Sir Basil Stag Man. Oh, yeah. He renamed himself Stag. And then there was a whole other thing with the fucking mice and, um, excuse me, the rats and the foxes. And the shrews, the, shrews, and the uh, intense labor union shrews. I don't remember, I don't remember this part. The <laughs> labor organizers. You don't remember the shrews where they surround him? They, they, where they literally they have a union. Where it's like, the union rules say we cannot do that. <laughs> we cannot help you. No scabs. I, I was actually, I was thinking of... Um, there's a part where where Clooney threatens somebody with a like what clearly sounds like his trouser snake. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he says, "Now straighten yourselves up and not a word to anyone about this serpent thing, or you'll feel my serpent across your backs." <laughs> it's one of those lines. <laughs> like, ah, that's quite the scourge. <laughs> Ooh, I'm tingling. But the uh, the bunny the bunny scene is just ridiculous because it's they're fighting. And they're having one of those action movie conversations from the 80s where like the two dudes are beating the shit out of endless goons and having a meaningless conversation at the same time. You know? When like the guys are like one guy's like punching, like fighting off like three, you know, ninjas or something. He's like, this just reminds me of that special ops we did in Panama. And the other guy goes like 
Oh, you mean that one where I had to bail you out from the three fucking Samoans or whatever? And then the guy's boosh, doosh. And then the other guy goes, you know, as he's punching dudes in the balls and like testicles are like literally rolling down their pants legs. And he's like, <laughs> like uh, actually, it was eight. <laughs> like, like that kind of, you know what I'm talking about? Like, I can, oh, yeah. That scene. And they're sitting there and the rabbit's like, I'm not going to make them tea or whatever. He's going like, because I only have service for four. (laughs) (laughs) They're literally having that conversation as they're beating the fuck out of rats. And I think at the end, all the rats that they beat up, who then go to Clooney, like, do we get the shit kicked out of us by a rabbit and a mouse? Clooney just executes them all. (laughs) 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 It was like interesting insight into what happens at those not seen parts of the action movies. When, like, the bruised guys limped back to the lair. Like, we almost had him, boss, but he beat the shit out of us while talking smack about his last vacation. (laughs) (laughs) He's like, you've disappointed me for the last time. And then they drop into, like, a piranha pit or something. So Basil the (laughs) Hare is, like... So there, he's just untouchable. I mean, he can't be hit by the the rats because he's just so fast. He's just like you know, he's he can't just even so be seen. yeah. He's just like incredibly fast, and he's like just having a good time with it all. And then he gets back to uh, Redwall Abbey, and he's like, "Oh, that cornflower, she's so hot." <laughs> <laughs> can I have some of that nut ale? <laughs> She's so like literally. It's like all he says, like, "Oh, I bring me more food and that cornflower." Mm. He the keeps corn faking flour. injuries so that he can have more booze and food. It's also there only to be pretty and bring people food. So at one point, she murders a battalion of rats, and then she goes back to cooking for them. You want a lady in the streets, <laughs> <laughs> but a freak on the battlements. Yeah. <laughs> And so there's, like, all this stuff. There are, like, a couple battles, and then there's this thing where Clooney is going to first build a battering ram to try and batter, batter down the front, the front gate. He was, but he was also, never gonna. But that's it the a, secret. It was a ploy. Yeah, that was actually a... That was just a... Um, so they have there a, was a secret the, plan. The previous plan was they're going to, like... Because they're fucking mar- rats and mice. They're like, hey, there's a tree branch six feet off the ground. <laughs> Why don't we just climb on that? And then we'll jump over the wall, and then they get knocked down somehow. I forget how, but Clooney like plummets. They, they, he fell they a good shoot four them with feet. Arrows. He must be dead, but he survives, of course. And then he's being nursed back to health by the vixen, Sela, I guess was her name, or Sela. And mm. he's like, I don't, I don't trust this fox the bitch. Sella, the, she was the fox slash shaman. I got gypsy vibes from but this. They said he's like, I need a, I need a witch. I need like the old healers. I don't trust the new medicines. So she's like a Wiccan or something. I don't know. She's a druid. <laughs> but yeah. She, she, she knows all like you know like oh you need some like milk thistle or whatever medicine crap they have. And and a goblin's tongue. And so she's nursing him back to help. He's like, I don't. You can't trust foxes. Never trust a hoe. And then. She's there with her son, whose name is the most ridiculous name I've ever encountered, which is Chicken Hound, which <laughs> that sounds like a weird sex move, like but from Alabama. Oh yeah, it's like when you can only do with a cousin. It's like when you give her a chicken hound, you don't need no cock for that. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> You're like, I don't want to know. Um, so that they're they're trying to play it both ways, and she she goes to the Abbey is like. I, she sends Chicken Hound with a letter. Well, well, yeah, that's what it is. If you meet me at such and such time, I know George Clooney's plan. 
And then if you pay me, I'll tell you it because I don't fucking care. I just I'm like the Joker. I just want to watch the world burn. <laughs> but Clooney is smart enough to know. And then he can smell a rat. <laughs> He's not going to be outfoxed. You son of a bitch. Uh. <laughs> Are you just going to keep badgering us with animal puns? Is that the plan for the? Yes. Also, somewhere around here, we meet Asmodeus the snake, who was short for, of course, Asmodeus nuts, and he <laughs> just, oh, just just going around like Asmodeus, and I'm like, what the fuck is he saying? He's like a zig tagline. It's like on a '70s sitcom. He's he just like, saying his own name like a Pokemon. Yeah. <laughs> Asmodeus. Yeah, like the mood changes to show meaning. <laughs> Asmodeus. <laughs> Asmodeus. <laughs> so then there's a whole bunch of like, back and forth of, of Sela the So the real plan was that the rats would, would burrow, would dig under the wall. He, so he, he left under the walls. He left yeah. a fake plan knowing she would sell, and then he would know, ah, you tried to trick me. I mean, that so was the, the battering ram. The fake ram. plan was the battering ram, but they were actually going to dig under the walls, which is a real tactic to try, to try and, you know, get into a castle under siege. S- sapping? Not nearly as effective as cheating, meaning getting paying somebody on the inside to open the door for you. That's actually the real way you get into a castle. But works every time. You know, sometimes you can also do a thing with a big horse, which digging, they had in this. They should have used digging, the horse. <laughs> the, the horse, yes. So <laughs> digging under the walls was not portrayed correctly. Can I just say in 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 the book because we didn't use moles. They just dig <laughs> under. History. No, they just they dig un, they dig a tunnel under the walls, and so that they can come up into the middle of. That can't be how it works. No, the the point of of, of mining life. under the walls was to just have the walls collapse, and then you could get through because yeah. the walls are made of stone. Are made of like hundreds of thousands of tons of stone. So like, if it has no nothing under it, it's just going to collapse. What if yeah, you, you just, just dig a hole and come out on the other side of the door, open the door? But you, you wouldn't be able to dig that tunnel. Like the moment the walls you got, would collapse. Like the moment you got enough earth removed from underneath, like the wall would buckle. Like you well, these be able walls to make t- are eight inches tall. They're, they are mouse walls. They're yes. insurmountable. They're, they're, <laughs> they're just cinder blocks. <laughs> it's a cinder block. The entire abbey is an inside of the one center of the center. <laughs> but they, because they have, because of Redwall, because they have moles and stuff like that, they realize what's happening. The Irish. <laughs> yeah, the Irish. <laughs> like the miners. Um, so anyway, they have... Car bombs. <laughs> they have... A, uh, anyway, so they, they realize what's going to happen, and they, the, when they, they wait, they, f- they figure out where the tunnel is going to, poke up into uh, uh, the middle of Redwall Abbey, into the middle of the keep. And so they get boiling oil ready, and then when the That's hole a thing opens, that never happened, they, by like, the way. they like dump boiling oil in the hole and then cook everybody. That's a thing out. that never really happened in history. They, show, they love to show that in movies, like boiling oil. Why would you waste that really expensive product like that? Boiling water is just as effective. They use boiling water on the tunnel, but they use boiling oil on the the ladders coming up over the wall. I mean, I I, I, I get for dramatic effect or whatever, but like in real life, like in medieval sieges, nobody was dumping cauldrons of boiling oil because it's really expensive. Oil is something you can't just, you just don't 
you know, water is cheap. And it, and as far as a human body is concerned, boiling water and boiling oil are just as destructive. One is okay. tastier. Well, true. And the, the, when, the, when the oil cools, you could use for like a big booty rap video. <laughs> but <laughs> the water just doesn't really have the same look on camera. So that's like two big attacks that have been repelled by Redwall. Meanwhile, Matthias, he's like not in Redwall Abbey because he's out trying to get the sword. He's on it. When <laughs> he on the roof. when he goes to the roof to just find the weather vane, he finds that the weather vane, which is where the sword was, it was part of the weather vane, is like it's not there anymore. And someone it had been mentioned earlier, like, oh, I think the sparrows took it. So then he goes to the sparrows and they like hold him prisoner for days. This is a decade of my life in, in captivity. Captivity. The and bird Jamaicans. He, they finally realize that the sparrows used to have the sword, but they don't have it anymore because the snake has it. But what would a snake want with a sword? <laughs> What's a snake going to do with a sword? Pick its fang. <laughs> it doesn't have hands. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so uh, just since, like to keep the, since the Jamaican sparrows lost it, though, they've been very upset, which explains why they are also known as the whalers. <laughs> no? All right. So. <laughs> and so Matthias, he then has to go to the to, to try and find the snake, but he at first he has to like talk to an owl, which talks to a another because bird. Because he falls no, he off to of the, a, he, he gets eaten by the cat who spits him out because he's now a vegetarian. But or first, he, only, he, he gets into fish. a death match with the king of the sparrows. They fight on the roof. Oh, yeah, the mad, the mad king. Mad, basically, yeah. what the king Denethor. I don't know who that is. Fucking Lord of the Rings, the guy who oh, like, loses fuck. his mind after his, after Faramir dies. Dude, I can't remember. Eating those that, books. Uh, eat, eating that fucking tomato really aggressively. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. That sentence, eating that tomato it's really Return aggressively. Of the king. Is, I know exactly yeah. what you mean. That's like the most famous scene in Return of the King is him like biting into a full tomato and just like exploding all over his face. Like, what's uh, wrong with you? Bereft of <laughs> leadership or whatever yeah. it is. Yeah. No. <laughs> Must so have the, the juicy the, tomatoes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It, we'll send it to you later. You'll be all like, right. oh my yeah. God. Have you seen Return of the King? Exactly one time. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. Um, it's the part. It's so, the most famous part of the entire trilogy of films. Uh, is, this man eat, is this man eating a tomato? <laughs> I guess I wasn't paying attention to that. The millions one. they spent on special effects and you know, prosthetics <laughs> was all overshadowed by John, John Noble exploding a tomato in his mouth <laughs> like a paintball. <laughs> Picked at the peak of the season. Um, <laughs> so, all right, I will look. I'm going to do some interesting Googling later. So he finds out where it but is. He kill, but he fights the bird and he falls. He kills the bird. They land. They land 17 feet down the ground, which would probably be fine for a mouse, honestly. And yeah, they're like they can don't don't small animals like live if you drop them from a great height because they're. I've so tried. I have dropped many uh, in the name of science. <laughs> I throw squirrels off the roof every day. Yeah, I get around. <laughs> and they they're fine. Uh, and he enlists the help. Matthias enlists the help of the Shrew Union and Logalog, who have mandated breaks every twelve hours. And at first, the Shrews are like, "No, we cannot help you. It is against the rules in our charter. <laughs> we don't have a quorum." <laughs> oh, right, right, right. <laughs> and then he's like, "What you? Bastards. You have to pay time and a half for that." <laughs> <laughs> you know. As long as you Samuel. promise to hire three more guys, we'll go. 
Yeah, the fucking rodent teamsters show <laughs> yeah. up. They basically are fucking rodent teamsters. <laughs> and then they go down to the... They take him to the cat. Samuel like, Chompers. No? Yeah. <laughs> uh, union jokes. <laughs> <laughs> but it's also like they're farm animals. I thought they A-F-L-C-I-E-I-O. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Nate likes that, you commie. <laughs> Pretty good. Yeah. Uh, thank you. Right. <laughs> this, this fridge toast is hitting right now. <laughs> so eventually, the, the cat takes him to the owl, and the owl's like, here's where the snake is, but, you know, he really sucks ass, man. You're not going to win against him. He's got magic powers, and he's a uh, fucking does snake. Does he suck mouse. asp? He does suck asp. Yeah, okay. <laughs> And so he's like, hey, I bet you if I kill this ma- if I kill the snake and get the sword back, then you have to uh, never eat another shrew around here again and apologize to the cat for something. And he's like, sure, good luck, dickhead. And so he goes and he finds the snake and he steals the snake, steals the sword while the snake's asleep. <laughs> and then it attacks him and he easily cuts off his head. But doesn't it kill like the other goons that he met? It for kills, just this it kills one a scene? few uh, expendable characters, which you're like, who was that? Was that someone important? I guess not. I don't know. They're 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 small rodents. <laughs> yeah, none of them are important <laughs> in the scheme of things. Kills like another mouse or one of the shrews, and uh, yeah, and then he kills he kills the snake, and the owl is like, oh, you got me, bitch. Okay, I'm, I won't eat any more shrews, even though I love uh, coughing up all their bones and. Pooping him out of my mouth like we do. <laughs> and the cat's like, I used to be a guy's friend, but he like shits out of his mouth, and that is not cool. It's really what he says. It's like it's really gross watching that dude shit out of his mouth. I cannot do it anymore. I need more friends. He must not have known the rabbit very well, who shits and then eats the shit again. Right? Don't Only some of their shits. It's weird. They have selective, selective edible. They have, they have a, like a secret secondary butthole for magic edible shits. <laughs> <laughs> This is the good shit. <laughs> oh, that's that's the good shit. <laughs> <laughs> this shit right here. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, the rats are getting really just fucking their asses handed to them over and over they again suck. until they like uh, kidnap a, another mouse family, and it's like you got to get in that mouse house, and you got to. You gotta like open up the gate for us, or I'm gonna eat your whole family. He's like, uh, I guess I'll do it, and so he does it. And then they all get inside, and they're about to kill everybody just in time for Matthias to return with the mouse sword, <laughs> with a, his toothpick. It's a fucking yeah. disposable butter knife. <laughs> <laughs> and then they have a big battle. And uh, and then the sparrows are on their side now because he killed their psycho king, Keskase. And they're uh, all like, oh, man, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> I really think they were Jamaican. That's where I settled. In I, the... I'm th- I, th- I read it as Jamaican. I, mean, I could have... Racist I, Asian. I, I could have... I, I also did get vibes of like a Japanese shogun type of accent. You're like, oh, Mataya-san. <laughs> like, I did get a little bit of that vibe, too. Yeah. Either way, it was none of them were good. <laughs> no, none of, none of them felt right. <laughs> I was like, all right, whatever, man. <laughs> I was like, mm, I could have, uh, 
This, this could be this could be done a little differently. The eighties were a different time. Like this is like the same year, like Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom comes out, or just about. Like it was like it maybe short long, long. <laughs> fucking short round, whatever the fuck his dumb name was. Short round. It's like, which I never understood why that was the child's name at all. Uh, they're describing Asian penises. Oh God. No, I made that up. Uh, but it could be, <laughs> could be true. Nate, you were there. Remember it. Remember that movie you made? So, okay. <laughs> After a big battle, Matthias is able to able to defeat... The, I really don't even remember how... He, he hits, he, he, he kills he him with a bell. Fucking the bell. He cuts the oh, bell down. he drops down. the bell on him. That's right. And he mm. yells, ding dong. his bell. <laughs> and he yeah. should have said, if, it's, if they kept up the 80s action movie thing, like, see you in bell. <laughs> 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 Suck my ding dong. <laughs> but this bell, which is clearly like a fucking, you know, aluminum foil wrapped piece of chocolate from Easter. It was a Hershey's kiss. <laughs> lands on the brat and kills him. <laughs> from a height of 18 inches. <laughs> <laughs> and then, so they defeat Clooney. Clooney's dead. And then most of the rats are dead, or they just run away. No, they kill all of them. Because they had to take They George kill Clooney most of them, the ER. and then the rest of them run away. <laughs> and then the, the cat and the owl are waiting for all of them, and they just murder the rest of them as they flee. And they deserve those sons of bitches. Yeah. They were going to murder everybody, I guess, but it's, they just wholesale slaughter everybody. And then they have a big party, and then... Matthias marries Cornflower, and they have uh, a son, but they don't mention they have 47 other children yeah. every three weeks. <laughs> Their house, At like six the months. floor is just moving. It's just like a rippling floor yeah. of children. You know, the, the epilogue, it's six months later, and they have 500 children. Yeah, they've He's completely repopulated Red Wall. <laughs> No one remembers it because that was six generations ago. <laughs> the ancient times. Legends speak of the time. But he has a kid. They have a kid whose name is... Uh, Matthias Methuselah Mortimer, because both Methuselah and Mortimer die in the siege. Mortimer, yeah. He gets killed by Clooney, and that's what pisses off um, fucking Matthias to jump and in there. Methuselah gets killed by Chicken Hound, who says, I'm going to read myself something cool like... Mouse death, which is honestly not that much better. But that's what, because, because there's a, you know, once Clooney figures out that the foxes are trying to trick him, he has them executed, but his rats are goons and they fuck up everything. So they kill the, the mother fox and then the chicken hound survives and he then kind of goes into the abbey at some point. He's like, hey, I'll, you know, I got some information. They're like, we will heal you because we're, you know, God's doing God's work or whatever. And then he's he's just going around like I am the best thief ever, and he's just stealing things. He's like, I'm gonna steal this bandits. pot. <laughs> and he has a whole sack of shit, and he just hits Methuselah at once. And because it's a fucking mouse, he hits him with this one hacky sack full of things. He's also an ancient mouse. He is one and a half years old. He is, uh, yeah. He's like, I remember His when bones this are dust. <laughs> he just he just turns into a like a. Puddle of, uh, of of rat mouse pudding. Yeah. Oh, mm. <laughs> no, don't like it. Bad taste in my mouth. Yeah. Just remembering the last time I had mouse pudding. So, 
I freak, does anything happen to Chicken Hal? No, something happened. He gets he caught. dies. He gets he gets killed by the snake. Yeah. Oh right, right, right. yeah. The snake is not right. The snake serves as the purpose of killing all the characters you don't like on that are too the, big to background. get killed by a mouse in yeah, a realistic he just, like, sense. He just goes around in the background wiping out all the other characters and yelling his own name. Like he's a real fucking narcissist, honestly. I I really. I'm hoping the Netflix one they get an Asmodee's nuts out of him just once. Is that I was saying Asmodeus like Amadeus in my head? Asmodeus, rock me Amadeus, Asmodeus, Asmodeus, Asmodeus. <laughs> yeah. Asmodeus, Asmodeus. <laughs> rock me Asmodeus. If we did a thing where you like name your podcast episode something corny, that would should be the yeah. Name. Rock me Asmodeus. This would be Rock me Asmodeus. Yeah. <laughs> Or uh, Danger Mouse, <laughs> or wasn't that a guy? <laughs> yeah, Danger Mouse. That was the one half of Gnarls Barkley, wasn't it? Yeah, the part, the, the half that no one gave a fuck about after two. He seconds. did the music. So then it's over, and but because Except there are the rodents, next thirteen books. There are like twenty more books. Uh, are there that? I thought I thought there were fourteen, but maybe I just saw that there was a fourteenth, and I said, surely that's the most. Well, they're not. Some of them are short stories and whatever. They, but according to Wikipedia, the Red there's Wolf series, twenty-two, twenty-two novels. Jesus. Oh, there's but there's like ten prequels. Yeah, there's a lot of prequels. So I'm looking at his picture. Not only do I get strong Walter White vibes, but I also get Doctor Robotnik vibes from looking at his face <laughs> here. <laughs> I can see that Brian Jakes, who his story for writing this is very similar to um, Watership Down. I don't remember the origin of that, actually. It's not That's what the guy was rap. just telling his a kids rap. a bedtime story. They're like, you should write this down, Dad. He's like, oh, sure, why not? Oh, I, I, th- I was thinking of... Um, he I'm wrote his, for the special I'm friends, The Children of the Royal Wavertree School for the Blind, where he met working as a milkman. Uh, Philip Pullman. What the fuck were those books? Oh, yes. No, the, the Golden Amber Compass? Amber Spyglass. Yeah, the Golden Compass, where he was like a teacher, and he just like riffed on these stories for his kids when he had time to kill. Like, this guy made up these stories, and was like, here's a fun story, blind child, <laughs> and here's your milk. <laughs> and he just told this this tale. And then people were like, this is really good. You should make a book out of this. And you know what? It is really good. So, thanks. Thanks, Brian. B. Jakes. What would you guys think of it? So, okay, when in fourth grade, maybe it was fifth grade, I don't know, one of those two, I really liked it. I was like, oh, this is great. Reading it now, it wasn't, I didn't like, I didn't really like it very the joy much. joy has I mean, left I, your heart, Nathan. I see why. <laughs> I mean, it's four kids is that yeah, really the problem. Like, it is, like, definitely four kids. Like, it is so just like the... The conflict, it's all, everything's very black and white. It's like the good people are just pure good and everyone and the bad people are pure evil. And there's hardly any conflict between the like good characters. They just don't have, they just always get along and always just, you know, do the right thing. And the little, uh, you know, riddles are like really pretty dumb. Although I'm sure in when I was like nine, I was like, oh, that's so cool, <laughs> you know. Just you know, no, they're, 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 they were they were really dumb. They're like, "Am that is and like that's Matthias and Pig Latin or something <laughs> like that." Was the riddle? It's like, a fucking anagram, I'm sure. Because, but that's an anagram know, of many other things, probably. Like, if, if you're gonna stress it, stretch it out, you know. Like, you could find some other bullshit out of that. Yeah. But I, my I, point is, when I was the age it was supposed to be for, I was like, "This is great." Though I still uh, didn't really d- 
have that much desire to read more because the book, because it's a first book, didn't really leave that much of a like, oh, what is the what is the broader story going to be for the whole series? There like practically isn't any, I think, in this book. It's just kind of like further adventures of the mouse, I guess you could say, but there's no like Voldemort in the background that needs to be defeated or anything like that. And at this point, I, you know, now that I've read it again, and it's like, eh, I didn't really like, I didn't really enjoy reading it again. I still, I now have no desire to find out what happens next. <laughs> I think, which they- makes me a little bit sad. Like, oh, I used to like this. This was good. Oh well. I mean, there's lots of things I used to like when I was in fourth grade. I don't like anymore. Like, I remember there was a time when everybody would like take a fruit by the f- a fruit roll up. And you just wrap it around one finger, and you just oh, like, yeah. lick that. It was disgusting. Yeah, it's horrifying. I don't like. I don't stinky miss that. Finger. It was, yeah, and if you didn't bathe, it was a stinky finger. <laughs> but I think I think this series, you know, this is this is the, cl- you know, nowadays when a young adult novel or whatever we're calling it comes out, they plan on making nineteen more books. You know, they're like, I'm gonna milk the fuck out of this, and we're gonna we're gonna sell a billion is books. This, is this young adult or is this like even younger? Um, I so don't young know. adult is supposed to be teen. I mean, so the the young adult category it didn't, didn't exist really at this exist. time. No, but neither so, did this type of book either. So this is an no. important book. Like, you know, we don't have that experiential, you know, knowledge of of the '80s of reading books as a as an eight year old or ten year old. But when this book was written, people were like, this is way too long, dude, for this age of children. They're never going to read this. And and from my perspective, my reading experience, I think of J.K. Rowling as the person who made that a thing, that kids will read a 600-page book. But he kind of may have done that first, you know? It was 15, 20 years earlier, started putting on these dumb mouse books, and kids were reading 300-page, 400-page books, that were chapter books, and you know they're kind of they're kind of paced like a thriller, where every chapter is a few pages long, and then it shifts perspective. And you know he he puts a lot of good vocabulary words in there, and it's very 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 descriptive writing. <laughs> you know, like there you'd be hard pressed to find a noun in this book that doesn't also have an adjective with it. <laughs> it was pro- it's probably really good. I bet I bet English teachers like wow, this is actually kind of. Kind of good for kids to read. Oh my god, red wall. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> Starts with a title, dude. I remember the teacher having to explain to us what what a Methuselah was. It's like because that's there was some vocabulary in this book that's actually a little bit difficult for a oh, yeah. like, fifth grader, and it's like Methuselah. That's a What's reference. That? Not and she's like, knows. Yeah. it's a oh, it is like it is the oldest is the name of the oldest person in the Bible. They were really really old, and I was like. The and Bible, what's that? <laughs> and Nate was like, second oldest, please. <laughs> I knew him when he was young. <laughs> that, that whippersnapper. <laughs> I taught him about growing up. <laughs> so yeah, I, I, still rem- I remember when he bragged to me about his first pubes. <laughs> <laughs> and even when I was older, I, I remember hearing the word Methuselah and remembering learning about it in fifth grade. I think people. I don't know if this guy just because I didn't know much about the Bible, so I didn't know that. No, godless heathen. But I, I think people who write for this age group today, and maybe Brian Jakes too, 
they didn't expect kids to get all those references or get old and understand every single word, right? But like no. you, you throw enough at them, and if they get ten percent of it or more, you know, whatever percent they get, like that's a win, right? The kids learn some words, they got some cool, you know, some similes and metaphors they could they could you know you know use in their own writing one day, you know, when they're writing something for school or something. They they have some other ideas. Like, that's the whole goal, isn't it? Like I don't think. Anybody expects a yeah. fourth grader to read this and comprehend every single sentence and every single word? No. They're, they're reading fast. They're reading for plot still. But if in the process they, they you know run over a word enough times that now they get it, I can see how that could be a nice thing for, uh, you know, for younger readers. To your question, Jimmy, I don't know if... I, you know, I'm, I'm lumping this in a YA because it's long, but the genre didn't exist in 1986. Yeah. You know, so... The, way the you marketing it. genre didn't exist in nineteen eighty six. Right, that's an important distinction. You're right. It's, but it's for it's for like older ten to like, twelve year olds. Yeah, like older elementary school students, I guess, or younger middle school students. Or fourth that graders. Is. Fourth graders are nine. Fuck, are they? Yeah, I guess yeah. So. You just add five to the grade. That's the year yeah. you start. So they're nine years old. This is this is pretty. Because maybe fifth or sixth graders. Though in sixth grade, you're no longer reading because it's not cool anymore. Well, in the 80s, you might have because there was no fucking... Like, you couldn't go onto the internet and watch a man get beheaded or something. (laughs) (laughs) You had to to read about a rat that did it. (laughs) You were like, oh, this is is pretty badass. You couldn't just watch Bukkake videos (laughs) and lose your innocence. But you know, at the same time, now, you know, back in the day when these were coming out, his audience changed every 18 months. You know what I mean? Like the kids who read the first book were kind of like too old for the second book. But if you're a kid today, or if you have a child in your life who's, you know, 10 or 11 year old who likes to read, those kids get into shit and they will just plow through the whole series and they'll read all two dozen Redwall books in, you know, five months. They'll, you know, thousands of pages of mouse shit. <laughs> this is fucking go. I think they're pretty good. I think they're pretty good. I, I I don't have any like intention to read the next one because I'm never able to keep up with our books for the podcast. It seems, but yeah, I wouldn't mind. It was fun. It was a fun I, thing. I, I liked it a lot more than I thought. That I knew I was going to enjoy it at least, but I, I actually really liked it. But I have no desire to read twenty one more of these. I'm sure the quality has to drop off at some point. Oh yeah, definitely. But yeah, I don't even know. I think it's fine ending there. Maybe one day when the world is done, I've got nothing to do, and I have those books with me for some reason in this post-apocalyptic wasteland, then I guess I'll have time. But you'll look down and you realize your glasses are cracked. Yes. Like, That's not fair. It's That's not, not fair. fair. <laughs> <laughs> Remember that Twilight Zone, Nate? I wrote it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So who should read it then? I mean, we, we kind of all be saying kids, but... Yeah, if you did, for kids. That's if for you kids. didn't read as a kid... Like, well, Jimmy, you didn't read as a kid, right? No, I didn't. So this was our first time, and we were both, you know, just a few decades younger than Nate. If you really like fantasy, it's an easy one. And it doesn't take, you know, two weeks like some fucking dense nerd fantasy can get to be. Hmm. It's, a, it's, a, it's a nice little, nice little like, uh, quick read. For people whose books are tend to be quite a slog sometimes. 
Wheel of Time. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> have you been working through those, Jimmy? Are you reading more of those? No, I don't have fucking time to read the Wheel of Time. How ironic. <laughs> uh. <laughs> it's wheelie not enough. Every time. Every time. <laughs> All right. Tell us what you thought. Send us an email to drunkguysbookclub at gmail.com. Yeah, follow us on Twitter at drunkguysbc. Or go to Facebook and Instagram at drunkguysbookclub. And if you want to support the podcast, head over to patreon.com slash drunkguysbookclub. Or just leave us a review. Or just go tell someone or some mouse to listen to it. The mouse doesn't have much time. They might make it through two episodes before they die. But anything <laughs> would be helpful. And I'm pretty sure nobody listens this far into the episode. Nobody does. No, they but do. If, if you're if listening you this do. far in, send us a me- like send it right now, and I will send you a personalized something. I'll find a reason. <laughs> nope, and just just say I listened to the Redwall episode that long into it after I was supposed to skip to the next thing. You have to literally say the word for word. Yeah, if you can say that, well, I'll make it worth your while. Listen to a picture of a thumbs up. It's a good <laughs> mouse. <laughs> and check out the Hopped Up Network, a network of independent beer podcasters. And thanks for listening.